to go into, let's call it the internal cauldron of my emotions. A tribute to Nicolas Cage. I'm Tammy. I'm Erin. And we're besties. We love Nicolas Cage. And we want to share that love with you. If you have stuck around for our other episodes, you know the deal. If not, you're in for a treat. Because we're awesome. And we're going to talk about Nick Cage. (laughs) The end. That's it. That's That's our intro. That's the whole intro. Done. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. So this week's episode, because if you've been listening, you know we are having drinks with episodes (laughs) this week's episode to go with wicker man is the bee's knees the bees bees. bees. (laughs) so we wanted to do this one because obviously bees but also spring Mm -hmm. and it's a delightful cocktail I this is one of my favorites this is the first time I've had it Cammy's first time I'm so excited for her it's the first time I've ever made it so, I made my own honey simple syrup for this. And it was delicious. She tried it. I did. <laughs> she did. Um, so, what you need is uh, two ounces of gin, uh, three-quarter ounce lemon juice, freshly squeezed. Mm, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a one or a half ounce of honey simple syrup, and a garnish is a lemon twist. So, all you need to do is add all your ingredients minus the lemon twist into a shaker with ice Pour into a delightful cup, and then drink it, or add your lemon twist and drink it. All right. That's well, it. we've done all the steps, so yep. let's drink it. Oh my god, it looks so good. I know it does look good. Ooh, it's like this nice kind of marbly effect because everything sort of—I got a swirl line around, mm, pulling apart. It's separated slightly That's since weird. we waited a yeah. minute between making and drinking. It looks really pretty though. Yeah. All right. To the bees. To and the bees. To Ooh, that is delicious. Oh my god, so good. And definitely more than two ounces of gin. <laughs> so what I also did, though, was I went the extra mile mm-hmm. and took the pulp from the lemon whenever I made the lemon twist, and I just took it and just rubbed it around the rim of the glass so that we could have a little extra lemon. It's basically... Nice little sting. The Yes, mm. the bee sting. Mm. Oh, Basically, this is the exact opposite of a gimlet, which is also one of my favorites. Delicious. It's so good. I feel the burn. I do, too. <laughs> but you know what? So did Nick. <gasps> dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Alrighty. Drink is down a bit. Tell mm. us how you're doing, Aaron. Well, right now I'm feeling nice and warm. Ooh. Thank you, drink. <laughs> <laughs> the bees are getting to me. Um, I'm, I'm okay. This week's been actually... Compared to the last update, <laughs> this week has been crazy chill. It's okay. been all go bird feeder wise, of course, because it's mating season. Everything is fucking it's in the my birds backyard. And the bees, the the birds. Okay, so the the birds are do, doing the bees and oh oh, oh no, what's that happening sounds, in your neighborhood? Jesus the birds Christ. are doing bird business in my backyard. Two doves were like, and she super was like, no, don't touch me, bro. But then he was like, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that ass. And uh, then the, there was a bee I sang to today. He was happy as a bee, I guess. Um, yeah. but. So I, but on the non-animal side of the world, mm-hmm. I have started watching a new show 
which okay. led me to reading a new book. Mm. So I downloaded the Shutter app thinking Wicker Man was on Shutter because it had a seven day free trial and I was like, might as well. Um, but com <laughs> Google lied. Wicker Man's not on Shutter. It's hard to find. It is. Well, it's it's I on. Think, I don't think you can find it right as as the this recording. It's only it's nowhere free. I don't think. No, it's only available. I saw on Amazon to rent, and it was like for twenty ninety nine. Yeah, it was like four something, and so I I downloaded Shutter. Was like, oh fuck! Now there's nothing on here except Mandy and Color Out of Space, which we've covered one, and I have the DVD of the other. Mm -hmm. So I was going to delete it. Or, like, cancel the subscription. But then I realized that a show I'd heard about, like, a couple of years ago called A Discovery of Witches um, is on it. So I decided to binge watch everything I could in seven days. It's only yeah. two seasons That's out right now. And I fucking love it. Mm, okay. I love it. It's like the... If you hated Twilight for all those Twilighty reasons, mm -hmm. but you like the idea of like vampires falling in love with the forbidden fruit or whatever then the forbidden hairball so it's about a witch who's reluctant to get her power or to use her powers and then she discovers this manuscript and it like sets this whole magical time bomb off and she then falls in love with the vampire who becomes crazy obsessed with her but not in like a edward kind of way and then there's time travel involved and it's like oh. there's tons of witches there's demons there's vampires there's a whole um there's a whole thing called the collective or the covenant the covenant that is one from each race or a couple from each race that represent everybody and make decisions for everything so it's really mm -hmm. interesting and so i started i picked up the books and i started reading them and i'm I'm really enjoying it. So I highly yeah. recommend it to anybody who likes time travel and wizards and <laughs> vampires and romance. All the fantasy things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really like that. So awesome. what about you? How's your how how is you doing? Uh good. I went on a similar escapade trying to find um Wicker Man and was unable to find it, so I did the Amazon uh rental. And um I guess it was about a week or so ago. I wanted to watch the original because I never had watched the entire original. And you know, if if, if something is based on, it, you have to watch it. So, um, it's been a while for me yeah. since I watched um, it. So, and you know, we'll talk about that further. So, it was a journey of that. I mm -hmm. was not able. Went literally. It was a week ago. I was trying to find the original, and I couldn't find it anywhere except the Criterion Collection. Mm -hmm. Also has a streaming service. And God damn, I didn't what? know about I that. I love the Criterion Collection. That was always my favorite part of movie stuff <laughs> was to go making to a mental note. I to know. Go but I, I mean, I have to admit, I understand it because you know these. I guess these films are harder to come by. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't know how streaming works. I'm just trying to make excuses for people. But it's fourteen or fifteen dollars a month. It is up there. But they do have like incredible movies that you literally will never ever see again because uh -huh. you know they have silent films black and white films they wow. have like you know all these amazing foreign films so um i'm like a week into my two week free period so i'm trying to watch everything also so i found it but then i was also looking for the nick cage wicker man and i swear to god was not there before and now the original's there so so that's good yeah i, like, I oh, saw that yesterday fine. when i went to 
Yeah. It's like, oh, it's on Amazon now. So, 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 so similar experience with that. Um, also I had, um, a big day, a big, uh, birthday. (gasps) I'm super old now. No. I am the four zero now. You're amazing. And thank you so much. Um, I have planned, oh, you're my best friend. I had planned, um, we have a preserve, a wolf preserve, um, you know, a couple hours away. And that was my plan, but they didn't have, um, you know, pandemic, COVID, blah, blah, blah. They only have limited spaces and everything is booked up. So that's what I'm realizing now in the the life and the world that we live in is that things are opening up, but they book so fast. So I was a little bummed about it. Yeah, I was bummed about it because I wanted to kind of do something big, but I still had the opportunity to do some really cool stuff um, with some wild animals. I had the opportunity to see a giant um, gorilla I had the opportunity to um, see some, you know, previously assumed extinct animals. <gasps> um, I had the opportunity to see some uh, sea life. There were some aliens involved. Hey. So um, if you're like trying to figure out what I'm talking <laughs> about. I went to Universal Orlando and Islands of Adventure because we go there all the time and it was super fun. You had me. I was like, what did we do? You're like, I don't remember any of this. You see what I did there? I was very tricked because yeah. we ate so much. I went into a brain coma. A coma. <laughs> so it was still super fun and, you know, we got to ride all the rides. And front row. Front row. We did get so many front rows. And one of them was pure luck. It was. You can't request the Hagrid ride for front row, but, but we got it. life was like, oh, okay, I'm going to give it to you. And it was super fun. And we got Hulk. Everybody was very nice. They saw that I had the birthday button. Um, I got wished happy birthday more in my entire <laughs> life, and that was kind of weird. But, you know, people were also like, okay, we'll let you get on the front row. And we got to do the Mardi Gras food, so that was yeah. fun. That, um, I can't believe how full we got after, like, three places. I know. They were like, it was we're going to feed you. It was good. So I think, you know, if, if you're listening, there's a couple of weeks left. And if you're in the area. Yeah, it's, if you're interested in going to Mardi Gras it. at Universal, it's going on till March 28th. There you go. Sponsorships accepted. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please feed us in food at the park and butterbeers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't have any... We, we didn't did have, have any, a butter beer last time. We didn't because we were Wait. too busy eating all the Mardi Gras food and drinking all the Mardi Gras. Drinks. You're absolutely right. So you know. Oh, we we drank a lot of other stuff. <laughs> we, did. we did. What did we drink? We had the Bird of Paradise at the watering oh, hole. Oh, yeah, 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 the watering hole. And then we just kept drinking after that. Yeah, because part of the Mardi Gras is it's definitely better to get the lanyard, guys, if you yeah. get the chance to go. There's like a, there's a tasting lanyard in, for non-pass holders they get 10 uh food things they can get and that includes drinks i thought it wasn't going to include drinks and then they're like okay let's get it twice amount of food and drinks yeah (laughs) so each country they had like countries uh they had uh, countries represented, so mm-hmm. they had a drink with everything. And yeah, and some of it was just beers, but some of it was actually mixed drinks. It was good. Yeah, it was a beautiful it was really day. Good. I I had a really good nice, time. It was a nice day. We got to try the Mummy front row. We got oh to try Hagrid's yes. front row. Hagrid's Hulk. Hulk. Uh, super oh, we went on Doctor Doom. If you guys don't know, like Doctor Doom is one of those rides that shoots you straight up into the air and then drops you. Big old drop. And I'd never been on it, and I just screamed. <laughs> 
I said, <laughs> I just kept screaming, we're like, alive, we're time. alive. And then my watch told me that I'd made it into my <laughs> active zone requirement for the It was week. a lot of stress. And your watch told you to breathe. <laughs> yeah, my watch was like, this would be a good time for you to do some breathing activities. I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. We're so good at, we're so good at breathing. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm, our watches tell us to. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> This hers? Tell me! I, yes, I, I think it's, yeah. How to get burned? How to get burned? I, How to get burned? How to get burned? All right, guys. So we are doing Wicker Man. We have a calendar. We are really trying to be organized and professional <laughs> here. And so as we were going through everything, it's like, what do you do in March? And bees, right? The jerk in me is like, did he do a, did he do like an Irish movie or a leprechaun movie? No. And so then we were like, spring bees, and we'll get to that. So then we did Wicker Man, and so mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that. And as you know, with every podcast we do, spoilers, 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 spoilers. We're gonna talk about the movie. We're gonna tell you kind of like everything about the movie because that's just how we are. Mm-hmm. We're completionists. We need to make sure that <laughs> you get it all. Um, so if you've not seen it, pause now and go watch it again. As we have said, um, as of this recording, it's nowhere free. This mm-hmm. is the first time that this has happened to us. We had to pay monies more individually, monies, <laughs> individually to see Nick. Um, so there is the 2006 Six. Yeah. Wicker Man that is Nick Cage's, and then there is the 1973 Christopher Lee that is Christopher Lee, yes. um, which we're going to talk a little bit about both because I did, like I said, um, just like we did with God in 60 Seconds, if I know there's original, I feel like I need to watch mm-hmm. both, so we'll talk about that. The original is on um, Amazon Prime right now. The 2006, you got to search for it. Um, I strongly encourage you to watch both, and we would love some comments on what you think about both and in comparison between the two. So this is the point where we're going to do the synopsis. We know we are real bad at this <laughs> because we just are like, blah, 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 blah. Like, we just are so excited to talk about Nick Cage and stuff. So I don't think this is going to be as bad as Mandy, where it's nearly three hours or something. It was, it was it, I think, exactly two hours. Two hours. I think but we can hold this one down. Mandy is phenomenal, and we could have talked longer. Um, you'll just kind of get, I like, still, like, after we, we recorded, I continued to I know. I was it. like, oh, man, I wish I had said this. Um, so I think Wicker Man is going to be a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. So that's good if you're, you know, just want to quick I feel like the story time. is a little bit more simple it, it is a simpler especially the way they they did this it's a simpler uh story so what i thought would be kind of fun is last episode um i didn't plan on it but apparently i did a great like 10 second synopsis of mandy <laughs> and i didn't mean to but then we still so talked about it for two hours so i was like maybe we can try that so i thought i'd do like a 10 second synopsis <laughs> and then i'll let aaron Go into <laughs> the details, all the details. So in 10 seconds, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is a detective who is called to this mysterious island to investigate a disappearance slash kidnapping. However, you find out that there is so much more to this mysterious island and these ladies who are in charge of the island. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 
That's my 10 seconds. I'm not, I'm not going to knock Synopsis. it. I think you were like 11 seconds. Oh my gosh. I you did so, so good. Okay. I Compared can do to how much time. we talk. <laughs> that was that was excellent. It okay. was All right. Concise. So, so if you're like, okay, cool. Like if you want that, then you're like, okay, done. Bye. All right, if you have great the ADD, podcast over, it's right. a 10, 12 minute episode. I know we did we're so done. good. Once but if again. you love listening to us because we're just such great <laughs> gals, keep on listening and we'll talk some more. So, we'll Aaron, some more. take it away. Tell us the details. The, the details. I take a sipper. Mm. <laughs> All righty. So, the movie opens with two cops enjoying lunch or breakfast or something at a diner. Mm hmm. The word salads used, so I assume lunch. Um, and we see yeah, who has a like salad for breakfast. That sounds disgusting. I don't know. Salads in general, maybe with like a runny egg on it. That'd be gross. I think that's like gross. a kale salad with a runny egg. Oh my egg god, she's getting worse. Okay, let's move on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we see uh, Nick and his pal. We don't know Nick's name yet. Uh, is doing doing cop shit. With lunch, and like then they go do cop shit after that. <laughs> and uh, we see Nick doing his 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 cop duties, and generally just being a, a good a good cop, writing mm -hmm. tickets. <laughs> I guess it seems very mundane. I think. Yeah, and he like point. put one of those orange stickers on a car mm -hmm. that had been sitting there. Um, just mundane, boring things. And then a dolly is thrown out of a, a passing car, so Nick cop scoops it up and sirens them down and the lady's like really weird when he was like her her here you go my room i got this thing um but it's she's really cagey <laughs> i didn't mean to do that she's really cagey i'm sorry i i don't know why mm -hmm. and then the creepy girl in the back is do you have a dolly i hear you but i also but she immediately throws it out, which makes you want to knock her upside the head with the doll. Right. I think I think that that could also be indicative of just kind of like a spoiled, troubled child mm -hmm. and a mom who, in this scene, we're mm -hmm. making the assumption, man, my chair will not stop squeaking. I'm sorry, okay. guys. We're, you're going to hear this and you're like, what are we'll they doing? We'll get some beeswax. To oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I think that what we assume is the mom, it's she's embarrassed like because i mean that is something that you can get in trouble with yeah you're have projectiles coming out of your car yeah. like if he was that kind of police officer he could cite them yeah um it could be a huge fee and if you're somebody who doesn't have the money for that he like, just wanted to return right, the dolly right exactly so i i don't necessarily think that her reaction is out of the ordinary mm -hmm. if she feels like her kid's always being crazy but mm -hmm. i you know we shall see uh, so the kid is returned the doll and Nick gives a little speech about how we need to be safe for everybody. Mm -hmm. And the little girl seems to pick up on that, but then immediately throws the doll out again, much further. So <laughs> Nick goes to the middle of the road to pick up this doll. And then a semi crashes into the car that the mom and the kid were in. Fiery and, crash. Oh my God. It immediately bursts into flames. So he tries to break into the car and then it explodes, throwing him back. And then next thing we know, he's sitting in his living room with uh, some pills in front of him. And he's just staring into nothingness. So I wrote, Edward, oh, at this point, we have I don't know if we figured out his name yet. I know that one that his just, <laughs> his police his, oh his, his police, police officer friend, friend came over and she's like Edward in. 
And yeah, I think so, she says Edward. Yeah, but we you have to really IMDb to get a lot yeah. There's it's kind of like until, Mandy where you just yeah. where it's are a the little names bit at? better once it mm-hmm. gets rolling, but in yeah. the beginning you don't really know names yet. Yeah, so his fellow police officer lady comes in and tells him that they can't find the bodies in the car, and the car wasn't registered, Mm -hmm. which leads you to believe now that something's up with that chick, and that's why she was being cagey about stuff. So then uh, she she gives him mail. She said that it was at the precinct, Mm -hmm. and he finds one that's marked strangely and doesn't have a stamp, and he opens it. And it's a letter from his old, his ex-fiance about her missing daughter and that she lives in a place called Summer's Isle and that he has to come investigate. Mm -hmm. And so he goes to the precinct after that and asks questions about the letter because there's no stamp. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense, like, who delivered it? Who handed it in? Right. Um, So he decides to go off to the island. And while he's on the ferry out there, he sees a little girl standing at the railing Mm -hmm. and has a, I wrote down PTSD. Yeah, he's definitely definitely, dealing with emotions and he feels like he didn't Mm -hmm. do enough to save them. Yeah, so we, so he has like a a PTSD episode where he visualizes that semi crashing into that little girl standing at the railing and he's like, shit. And he Which immediately pops a pill. On the pills, exactly. Yep. So, uh, I, wrote, I wrote in parentheses, take pills. <laughs> um, so then Edward gets to wherever the ferry's headed, which is not Summer's Isle, and he has to bribe a pilot to take mm-hmm. him in. Mm-hmm. And but Nick is sassy in this role. Yeah, he, he's, he's like, like well, he's, fine, mm. let's just take us all. And the pilot's like, what do you mean all of us? And he's like, Benjamin. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's he, a sassy little role for him. He gets very, I'm a cop and I can do cop shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he bribes, the, he bribes the pilot with his Benjamins and his Lincolns or, mm. or his Lincoln's Wait, what are on bills. what are on greenery? <laughs> Here's a five dollar bill. For Where's the last time I had cash? I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think it's really important to point out that the pilot was so against this. Oh, he like, said because he didn't want to cancel. He didn't want to get. It, he said it's private. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to get his contract. Right. He said. Um, uh, what, what, he yeah, said, I was like, let me flip my know, page. I wrote so. He small. said that they're very private people. That everyone around there is private. Um, yeah, and just, he does. Like you said, he didn't want to lose the contract. So yeah, Nick convinces him to privacy. drop him off mm-hmm. instead of instead of taking him with him. So he's like, drop me off at the beach down Which the road is or whatever. So very obvious, but yeah. So. Never. He he gets there, he wanders in, and he meets some creepy old ladies with some creepy dudes holding something bleeding in a sack. Yep. So you're automatically confused and unsettled. Right, you're like, this can't be good. That's really, that's good, I like that voice. <laughs> that's what I would say. So he's using, like, Kurt Russell <laughs> in um, Death Proof, and he's like, we're all right, sonny. <laughs> Uh, like, you've got your accents, I've got mine. Yeah. <laughs> this has just become an, a podcast of accents. Uh, <laughs> so he meets the crazy ladies. They're trying to evade questions. Um, so he he's like, fine, whatever. I'll go find an inn or something. So he 
as he's walking away, the the creepiest of the women says, "That's not her daughter." Mm-hmm. And you're just like, "Oh, the plot thickens." Mm-hmm. Um, so Edward gets to a bar slash inn kind of situation. Uh, he's immediate. Tavern. Yeah. Oh, tavern. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know how to call it. Uh, so he's, but he's immediately met with hostility. He walks in, he says something like, oh, it's a ladies' night? Because it's all women it's in all there. It's all women, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of a douchebag thing to say. Like, yeah. it's one of those jokes that you make, and then you're, it's... like, mad that no one laughs at it, but it wasn't really that funny. <laughs> it wasn't funny. Yeah. Uh, so he, he, <laughs> what does he say? He, he lays down the law, and he's. I'm here on business, mm-hmm. and it, I'm going to question every single one of you, and I need to know about this little girl and stuff like that. So then he he uh, is given a a, a mead, a honey mm-hmm. mead, mm-hmm. which if we could have had that for the drink, I would have Ooh, loved would it. Too, but mead's um, real hard to make. Yeah, I'm not making mead. I could buy it from somebody, I'm sure. Uh, so he's drinking this delicious looking mead, and then slams his cup down on a bee. Mm-hmm. Claims. I'm allergic. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone's like pissed. gas. They they were They're just like gas of what he did. Yeah, that was Sister Beach. Mm-hmm. Was the the barmaid barkeep barmaid? Yeah, barkeep. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, "Why would you do that? Yeah. I'm allergic." Uh, so his ex fiance has walked in during this process of laying down the law. Willow. Willow. They all have flowery, Nature-y foresty names. names. Yes. Yeah. So she takes him to his room, and does she leave a note? I got a little fuzzy here. Did um, he, there's so many voiceovers yes, in this movie. There's a lot of voiceovers. So she yeah. gives him a note, and yeah. it's kind of like, don't trust anyone. And then later, yeah, they don't meet trust what you see and hear in a secluded and, area where they mm-hmm. actually talk. So like they only talk in very secluded areas. Yes, yes. Uh, so she leaves that note. Da da da. Uh, it's a, <laughs> let's see. Then. What, what did I write? Sorry, I wrote really tiny so I could fit it in as little pages as I could. Um, to meet later, he's... it's. I wrote, it's established that Willow left him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she tells him not to trust anything. Yeah, so we just covered that. Do-do-do-do. Coming back to his room, he discovers that his self-help tapes are gone. And he sees uh, the woman, the women gather and talk about the wicker man's rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put, um, In they're the talking about preparing for the next day, and it was the, death and the return of the wicker man. Yeah, and he sees <laughs> and then them. I put cute, creepy witch twins. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, because those ladies, those were, ladies were weird. Um, so then Ed wakes up in the night to see a little girl running away from the bar. Mm-hmm. who's wearing in so there's a photograph i forgot to mention there's a photograph of the little girl missing rowan mm-hmm. um so he sees a little girl running away from the bar that looks like her blonde pigtails red sweater so he follows her to the barn and this is what i wrote finds nothing falls through the loft floor that's all yeah that's pretty that's pretty the much entire it. it's, it's like kind of this waking nightmare that he has about you know, different things, and then he hears the crying girl, and he follows mm-hmm. her, but it's just another it's false just nothing. Lead. Yeah. Um, so the next morning, he gets up, he goes down to the bar, and he sees this wall of photos of all little girls, probably about the same age, mm-hmm. and they're all wearing the same outfit with a crown of flowers in the same location with, like, a circle of rocks or something. Mm-hmm. 
And except for the very last one, which is supposedly last year's autumn festival, and he asked Sister Beach about it, and he says, what happened to this one? Oh, it, it broke last night. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's super weirdly convenient. Suspicious. Definitely. Something else that I thought um, that I wrote down was um, he notices that this is a town that's supposed to, you know, cultivate their own crops and mm-hmm. have all these various uh, crops and different variations of things. They make their beads and they're supposed to be known for apples and this and that. Mm-hmm. But every, most of the things that he had on his table were store bought, like the honey. Yeah. And when he mentions that, that's when they tell him that this crop from last year mm-hmm. was cursed. That is a word they use. Yes. And cursed is not something that we use in, you know, more current times. Yeah. Curses. So, you know, it was cursed. So so that's kind of like that, plus the pictures are strange, plus last year's is missing, mm-hmm. kind of starts that whole vibe ball rolling. Uh, Yeah. It's, I, I forgot about... I did mention the crop thing at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, because that's that's her whole thing. Like that continues throughout. But mm-hmm. I I just feel like I saw this a long time ago, and I thought it was better than it was. Yes. And then when I watched that. it now, it's. Was... But we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that. that. Sorry, I just I feel like let down by my my own brain. That's okay. You know they can't. Like we said, they can't. They can't all, all be winners. winners. I don't think this is a bad movie. I just don't think it's the best movie. Right. It's yeah. just meh. It's just okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. You guys might know what our what our ratings might be. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he heads out uh, in his search of questioning everybody, and he sees Sister Honey mm. outside chopping wood. Lily and Sobieski. She, Lily Sobieski. Whatever happened to her? Uh, so she acts really strangely, mm-hmm. evading questions like everybody else does, and then asks her to take her with him mm-hmm. when he leaves. Yeah, when you leave, take me with you. But at, in this whole point, she's not at answering questions, and when he asks the question again, she's like, I already told you. Mm-hmm. It's very Every, strange. Everyone is very, oh, I just lost the word. No, no one is cooperative. Yeah, yeah, no one, no one at all. So he's, he's weirded out by her, head and... You know, he leaves. <laughs> what is... This? Sorry, Tammy's playing with this thing, and she just... It's like a stress ball, and she just put her thumb completely through it. Yeah, I just decimated this poor <laughs> That poor stress kitty. Uh, so he heads off, and he finds a school mm-hmm. where it's led by Sister Rose, who is... Yeah. The, okay, we're just going to say this now. All of the women on the island are creepy, including Willow. I don't bitches. care. They're which, all, which frustrates me, but I'll talk about that later. They're all bitchy, and they're all, yeah. keep, like, so sister, clearly asshole Yeah, Sister Rose is played by uh, Molly Parker, and she's been in a she, lot of yeah. stuff. And she, like, ugh. Like, if I were going to punch somebody in that movie, She nails that cunt face thing she does. She's, she's so ugh. persnippity. Ooh. And, you know, like, like when I she gets to the end and you're like, wow, her. these people are, you know, oh, this is super fucked up. And it's like, just like... I mean, he was warned that it's private. But, and they're all very okay, private just, people. I, I'm a private person. Doesn't mean I'm doing that kind of stuff, but whatever. <laughs> Whenever your mailman shows yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, like, You're just like, you don't belong here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, like, that's what I put. Like, she is so persnippity and... She is then passing that off to mm-hmm. the, the youth. Yes, that which she is, is teaching, the, which is um, an all female um, class. Class, 
Which we'll get into a this, little bit more. Yeah, so this this scene super bothered me. Mm-hmm. Everybody in it annoyed me, mm-hmm. including Nicholas. Mm, yeah. Um. So he's, the kids were terrible. The kids were terrible. Everybody the teacher was terrible. terrible. And not terrible like as in acting, but just like if they were real people, like ugh. Yeah, everybody deserves to get a nice quick slap on this one. <laughs> <laughs> just a crisp, a crisp high five to the face. Um. So. He goes in and he is asking about Rowan and he wants to know if anybody knows about her and it was she your classmate and everybody denies it after he passes around a picture, mm-hmm. including the fucking teacher, and then he spots a an empty desk. Desk in the middle. So he goes and opens it and a crow flies out. Mm-hmm. And he he asks about his what are you doing? Why is that in there? And the little girls say They we trapped just, it to see how long it would take to die. Or, yeah, how long that, yeah. Oh, what the fuck is wrong right. with them? And, and the, he his response is like, it's, why would you do that? Why would you do something? Like, so he, but he does a thing in this scene that really bothers me. He just immediate, he goes from like zero to 90 on, on not, not before, it was before the bird thing. Yeah. Going from zero to 90 on the bird thing, before the bird thing. And then the bird thing happened. And then he rifles through her um, attendance records where Rowan's name is crossed out. Right. So However, then he starts like he calling needed, everybody liars. Right. But he then, needed to do that because, yeah. like, you know, at that point, it's like there's a mysterious desk mm-hmm. in the middle of the room. Um, no one is saying anything. Mm-hmm. You get the vibe that people are hiding things and they're not being cooperative. So I feel like you can't blame you him really as frustrated. a character. To, uh, that's his job. He's got to find He doesn't know all the details of the story. I so just it's feel like, like as a police officer, you could hold your shit better than that. Uh, but I mean, I guess he he's he's bothered at the moment. I think I think they were real bitchy, so that yeah. didn't help the situation. Mm-hmm. And and I say that as a woman, like they really were. And I think at the heart of this in the original, what bothers both of the officers is that it is a child. It is not just a regular person. It's a child. <laughs> I thought you had this. Sorry. You had this reg- great epiphany. No, you're regular. Like, I can't wait to hear it, and it was just a regular person. Because, like, what? <laughs> sorry, oh, goodness. I just, I, I just, what the regular person thing I was like? What's a regular person? <laughs> you mean an adult? <laughs> yeah, like an adult compared to a kid. Everything is more serious sorry, than that- is a kid. <laughs> I, I didn't mean like you know a regular person compared to you mean like person. a regular human instead of an unregular yes. human because they're not as tall yeah so hobbits yeah so okay. when hobbits are involved it's, it's much more serious it's so much more serious oh my god squeaky chair shut up sorry i think that was me this time mm. um yeah so rose takes him outside uh oh this is when she gets super creepy and he says mm. what happened to her and she'll get She'll get what she deserves. What did she say? She gets what she deserves. And then and then he says, she says, she'll burn to death. And he said, what? No, she said that she did burn. She said it was no, an accident. Yeah, she said it's an accident. And she says, she'll, bur- she'll burn to death. And then he questions her again about it. And she says, I meant what I said. She burned to death in the past tense. Okay. So, I didn't catch that. I thought she said she burned to death both times. I, I actually rewound it just to make Ooh. sure I was right. Because I, I thought I was going crazy on that one. Did I hear wrong? No, um, I believe you. Do, do, do. Let's catch up. I've been telling this by just looking at Tammy and not looking at my notes. So I've <laughs> lost my place completely. 
Oh, the crow. Da, 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 Sister Rose. Um, oh, yeah. So then Ed. I started writing Ed instead of Edward. <laughs> Good old really, Ed. You get real lazy. <laughs> yeah. So then Ed pisses off from the church or the um, school and wanders off to find to find uh, a church. He thinks there's a church on the island. So he finds a, a group of people and he asks a lady uh, if there's a church nearby. She turns around. It looks exactly like Sister Rose. Right. That was very strange. And well, not at all It really seems explained. weird. There seems to be like a twinny thing around the island. Mm -hmm. Very Like a twins situation happening. Look at those creepy ladies from the beginning. That's true. When they're talking at the same time. Um, so he heads down to this church slash graveyard the church is in ruin yeah it's dilapidated for yeah sure. definitely and uh so he finds a grave willow then shows up mm -hmm. to say that's not rowan's grave and she mm -hmm. didn't put it there and says that rowan oh yeah she says that the reason they want to deal they want to get rid of rowan or wanted to get rid of rowan is that they were she was the cause of all their suffering mm -hmm. and that uh what sorry i'm like getting lost in my own notes um so then she ac accidentally <laughs> this is but she accidentally lets him know that rowan's his daughter right yeah and that's when i think he i wrote he took it more seriously he starts doing mm -hmm. not that he wasn't being serious because he you know he was upset because he was a child but that's when he starts really following leads and checking people's houses and mm -hmm. goes to her house and sees the thing under the desk and all these different things yeah um it's also mentioned in this scene so he wanders about the church and he finds this kind of like crypt is, that is it a, i guess it would be a crypt it and willow tells him that it's flooded mm, it's been flooded for years so he heads off willow takes him back to her house uh so he can investigate the uh, child's room and he sees he's asking a lot of questions and he sees the desk and he looks under it mm -hmm. and there's a lot of creepy drawings including the words help me yeah that's supposed to be in her handwriting so that doesn't seem well he calls it well. disturbing drawings and she knew that they were there and she just kind of dismissed them mm -hmm. so after this ed heads off to the dock um and he sees the pilot, the pilot's plane is still there. So mm -hmm. he, uh, he tries to use his cell phone. There's no cell service. And he, um, he sits and waits for the pilot who's not in the plane. So while he sits and waits, he starts to hear a weird thumping from mm -hmm. under the dock. Mm -hmm. And he looks over and down below the grating of the dock, he sees a child. Once again, looks like Rowan under the water. So he jumps in, swims over, wakes up. It was a dream. Yeah, it's like this waking nightmare. Yeah, so then he's, oh, he, she's in his arms. And then he wakes up again. Yeah, <laughs> double wake up. Double wake up. So he's like, oh, shit, I need my pills again. <laughs> um, so then he, he uh, swims to the plane. The radio is destroyed. Mm -hmm. Clearly sabotaged. It's clearly sabotaged. So having, it's also not really addressed. It's just like, well, please, why are I feel like out. there's so much in this movie where they're like, well, that's the end of that. Moving yeah. on. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so he he heads over to uh, Dr. Moss's place that he's been hearing about this mm -hmm. whole time. Who is also the town photographer. Yes, she's the one who takes all those photos. Um, I got it really excited because I super forgot about this, but it's Frances Conroy who is mm -hmm. in American Horror Story mm -hmm. and so many other things. 
she's amazing. I love her so much. Um, so just as creepy in this one. She's she's amazing at being creepy. Mm-hmm. She's so good like at it. Like kind but creepy, and that's the worst kind. She yeah, and she has a weird way of delivering mm-hmm. her lines that you're just like, is there always a double meaning? <laughs> Uh, so Ed asked her about the missing uh, Harvest Festival or Autumn Festival picture. And uh, while he's asking, he sees this book on her side table called Rituals of the Ancients. So she's like, oh, I have the negative. I can print it up for you. No biggie. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, all right. And he leaves. But does he? He doesn't. He doesn't. He just, he's in some bushes. He hides in some bushes like a regular creep. Everybody on the island's a creep. <laughs> so he breaks in after they uh after Dr. Moss and some uh beekeepers head off and he finds documents about a burning ritual to uh guarantee a successful harvest. He finds babies in formaldehyde jars, mm-hmm. um finds Rowan's photo that was missing from the wall. And it says worst harvest on record. Mm-hmm. So after that he can he confronts Willow again, and she's evasive, saying something. The rituals are just stories. Yeah. Um, and he's really frustrated. He's like, why didn't you tell me all this before? Like, this is really important to know. And she's like, It's just not important. It's not important. They're just stories. It doesn't matter. <laughs> is that a weird valley girl <laughs> voice? Um, so Ed, <laughs> Ed suddenly has a bike. He does. That's, that's his <laughs> mode of transportation. Suddenly. Where did it come from? Um, so he, as he's on his bike, trucking about, excuse me, biking about the island, uh, a a man is loading logs onto a, uh, wagon? Yeah. There we go. That's what they're called. Horse-drawn Horse-drawn semi-trailer. Some simpleton (laughs) So he's like, oh, let me, let me help you out with that. And then, uh, a log falls. He saves the homie's life. And... He's like, oh, are you okay? The guy doesn't answer the whole time. He keeps his eyes down, showing that the women are in charge. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have submissive. that idea prior to this. Yes. The men are all subservient and do just do what they're told. Right. They, they have no role outside. That was of... your first clue mm-hmm. in what they, I think the directors and actors felt was a subtle way. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um so d- d- I wrote, uh, uh, women rule here. (laughs) Men are the lower class. Um, so then Ed wanders into a, a B, what I, what I write in the B, B forest. (laughs) B forest? In the B forest. a huge field of beehives. Uh, Yeah, a huge field of beehives. (laughs) And what's interesting is that the pads are all in honeycomb shape too, Mm -hmm. which is, I thought was a very visual um, so he gets stung by, he bumps into a, a hive. And then it's just disaster yeah. after that. So he wakes up after he passes out prior mm-hmm. to being stung a thousand times. And Dr. Moss says, I healed you in the old way. Yeah. Naturally. Naturally. Um, so, yeah. So Ed wanders out to see, he finally, he's at uh, Sister yeah. Summerside's house. Lady. Summer's Island's house. Oh, summer. Sorry, light lady. She's she is a lady. lady. Yeah, she's Ellen, the fancy one. Ellen she's, Bernstein. She's, she's, is it Bernstein or Stein? Uh, hold on. I love her. She's been in a lot of different things, so and I wrote it down, and it is Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn. I did it wrong 
twice and you got it okay that's fine <laughs> imdb so yeah so she shows up or he's at her house that's where they they heal him at like they treated him and she, he walks out and there's two teenage girls in long nightgowns standing mm-hmm. next to her uh lady summer's aisle and it's just it's just very once again vibes are weird mm-hmm. always um so he starts asking her kind of the same questions he's been asking everybody. And she's like, oh, we don't murder here. Tells him the history of the island. And he calls them all wackos and threatens her. Yeah. Which. He's he's very. I don't want to say a typical <sighs> dude because that makes us sound like bitches. But like. Yeah. It is very typical of people to not take the time to understand other people. Mm-hmm. And again, once we get to the end. These people were fucking assholes. Yeah. It's an awful story, and I'm going to talk mm-hmm. more about that. Absolutely. But, like, as a an officer of the peace, your job is to, even if you're frustrated, you, uh, try to trick them into thinking that you don't, you're not uh, on yeah. to them Yeah, and I know, something. at the beginning, the his cop friend was like, are you going to go out for detective after all of this? And I thought to myself... Not after all this yeah, shit. You no, don't no. know how to handle a fucking investigation. Yeah, you're ridiculous. Yeah. So he, after all this questioning and evasiveness and everything with Lady Summer's Isle, he leaves and he decides to dig up Roland's grave. But we learn so much from Lady Summer's Isle. She goes into this huge oh, yes, yes, thing yes. about like how um, there's the goddess of the island. Mm-hmm. She's like the human vessel for this goddess. And, you know, he Nick does have all of these really, like, sassy comebacks, which I didn't write down. But, like, he's yeah, kind it's of, too much. He's kind of a jerk. Like, and again, I get it. He's frustrated because it's clear these people are doing something suspicious and they're very dismissive of what they are doing. But as a police officer, your job is not yet to judge them. It's mm-hmm. to try to, like, play the game to figure out what's going on. And, you know, yeah, he, he says something about, like, hating men and... This yeah. is one of my favorite mm-hmm. parts. She's like, no, we love our men. We're just not subservient mm-hmm. to them. And I think that's, like, then at the end, as you see these clips, like, there's flashes. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not necessarily, like, as artistic as Mandy, but there's these little flashes where you're like, oh, that's what they do. Oh, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what they did there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so you learn a lot about her and where she feels like she gets all of this power from and why the island is, is, so is sort of this caste system set up the mm-hmm. way it is. I, I super 100% definitely agree with you on, on Nick, or at least the characters mm-hmm. portray, like... The way he portrayed the character and how he is going about doing this. Like, it, it's getting more frantic. And that's, it yeah. starts calmly. And then as the days go on, it, it becomes more frantic. And right. he becomes more, just like, almost like he's, like, he's kind of losing it more than, like, he's already having the PTSD issues. Mm-hmm. And now he's kind of losing it more. Because everyone is not answering anything he's asking. He's just getting more frustrated. Right. Everybody's talking in circles, basically. And he's 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 at it. So he goes and digs up Rowan's right. grave. Because I'm going to get to the bottom of right. this. And to add to that frustration, Willow finally admit had admitted, you know, 30 minutes in, that it was actually his child. Yeah. So now he is directly connected. Mm-hmm. 
even though which he's is never like met. fucked him up more. right and like that's yeah. the worst thing that you're supposed to you're never supposed to be emotionally mm-hmm. connected to anything like if if that's your yeah. job whatever your job is kind of thing and i think that adds to his frantic behavior is that you know he has this child that he's never met so he ha- he he goes through this like savior complex yeah he's i'm gonna do it mm-hmm and also, I think coming back to that is the whole situation with the the opening scene where he was trying to save a little girl and couldn't. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't. Right. Yeah. Save your complex. Exactly. Yeah. So he's he's like, I got to read myself 100%. Um, so yeah, so he digs up the grave and he finds a doll. This mm-hmm. weird doll with like... That's burned. It, yes, it's a burned doll. I was like, what was Why is it burned? Why is it burned? Why is it burned? Why is it burned? <laughs> Um, so as he's freaking out about this doll, he hears crying from that crypt, mm-hmm. from the dilapidated church. So he heads down. He realizes that the lock on the crypt is un- is open. It's just like a regular key mm-hmm. padlock. And he had mentioned before when she fir- when Willow first was there and they were looking at it. She was like, oh, it's flooded. It's been flooded for ages kind of thing. Like, Can't, no one goes down there. Right. But he's like, but the lock is new. So, mm-hmm. there's obviously something suspicious about yeah. this area. So, now the lock is it's unlocked. It's open. <laughs> open. And he, he heads down to investigate the crying. And so, he, he I don't know if they call this like a, like a portcullis or whatever. They, it's like a hole in the ground that would lead more into the crypt that's filled with water. So, mm-hmm. he reaches in through this, this cullis gate. I don't know if this is the right word. I don't know. I'm not... I'm not a, I'm not 100% with architecture, guys. Um, <laughs> so he reaches in. It's like a courtyard, but I could be wrong, too. And I'm, well, you keep talking. We'll figure it out. It's a the hole, hole in the ground the with a cage on top of it. So he reaches through. It's almost like sewers. Yeah, but if it's a crypt, maybe there's... I don't know. I don't know. You keep going. We'll figure it out. It's basically to keep the dead inside, folks. <laughs> so that no <laughs> nobody gets out. Gets out. Um, so he reaches through and pulls a, sw- a red sweater out of the water, and it's it's Rowan's sweater. Um, well, we don't know this for sure. It, it does, does say, it does it say does something. Say, it says, says R.W., and her name is Rowan, Rowan Woodward. There we go. Okay, so yes, it's Rowan's. So he opens the thing, and he hops in. I say hops in. He dies in, um, in search of finding a body or something in the water. Uh, while he's down there, one of the beekeeper ladies pulls over a piece of wood or something and blocks it from being able the cage to be opened. Um, so he swims back up, realizes he's trapped, has another episode, mm-hmm. um, but then Willow comes and saves him. And he gets out and he's like, it's Willow's, it's Willow's jacket. Locks him in. Oh, I'm on the last page, everybody. Yeah, we're almost done, guys. We're almost done. This we're, is a quickie. We're, we're doing super good with it. Um, yeah. So Willow finds him, saves him, and shows her the sweater and the doll, and then he sits, starts screaming. And you guys have probably seen this face in memes or something. Uh, why did it get burned? How mm-hmm. did it get burned? Mm-hmm. And he's making that face that he, his meme face, mm-hmm. his Nick face, <laughs> his Nick face for memes. Um. And he says, something bad is about to happen. I can feel it. Yeah. Uh, so, again, he tries to be the savior. He tells her, like, go lock yourself to... up. Yes. I'm going to figure everything out. Yes. Um, 
So then he heads back with the doll to Summer's Isle's house uh, and finds, uh, what did I write? Disfigured? What is this? Sorry. Oh my goodness, I don't. Disfigured something and a chick covered in bees. Oh, oh, oh the, the disfigured, disfigured guy. Yeah, because I put like the, the Were quote. Were those bee stings? Well, uh, I don't know if they were bee stings or just different, like, like warts. I don't know how bee stings work. Like I feel leprosy, like I feel, I, yeah, maybe. like maybe it was some sort of skin condition. So yeah. when uh, Lady Summer's Isle says we love our men, we're just not subservient to them. Then there's a part later because I, I didn't quite write as much. I was like, yeah, 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 I get it. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Mandy. Let's sorry. Um, and so you see, like, I feel like we're holding Mandy up. Sorry, we put sorry. that so we good, put that guys. movie on a pedestal um, for sure. But you see, you see the guy, and he has a, some sort of skin issue, and he's just sitting in a bed waiting, just waiting to be fucked. And then you know, you see the girl who's covered in bees, like mm-hmm. she's naked and she's and smiling. In bees. And so it's just this straight, and then Lady Summer's Isle is, like, in this bed very ethereal. Oh, yeah, they're like, like he's leaving. And you she know, says, the girls are perfect. surrounded her, but she's all in white. So it's, it, I put, that seems like an okay thing. Like, we love our men. We're just not subservient to them. I'm like, yeah, that's how it should be. But then you see all these strange mm-hmm. images, and you're like, oh, but they're, you guys took it way too far. Yeah, they went awesome. from not being, they went from being equal to assholes like everybody else does greater than um so he rushes out of there after seeing all the creepy stuff Mm -hmm. and not finding sister summon's isle i don't know where she is in like the attic or something um so sister rose shows up on his bike um (laughs) being generally creepy and uh Let's see, and he heads back to the inn. Isn't she wearing, or does she have her crow she, outfit on? She has on a yet? crow outfit on yes. because at this point they're getting ready for they're the festival the that they festival. they kind of like not warned him about, but alluded to the fact that he didn't want to be around for. Her. Yeah. And so now they're all getting ready for that, and sort of like I said, alluding to the fact that he, you know, it's not something that he's supposed to be involved in because it's only supposed to be the local people who live on that island. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So he. Gets his bike, heads back to the tavern, and it's all the dudes in there this time. Mm-hmm. And he's, come on, asking them all for help and trying to get them to rally with him. And they just all look, they all look down. They're not paying attention. It's, they, they're ignoring him because. Also because I don't think they have tongues. <gasps> I'm a, I'm, if I had to put bet money, I feel like they've had their tongues removed. Maybe they had their tongues Because I removed. feel like there's, there's a mumble they're like, oh, leave me alone. And you could have just as easily said, leave me alone. Yeah. I think that's part of um, what they do to the men to make them be the lower class. Yeah. Oh, that, that makes total sense. Instead of being eunuchs, because they need them to procreate, mm-hmm. they are... But they don't need that tongue. They don't need tongues. They don't need the mouth. No, they only Ooh, need the... That's so fucked up. <laughs> Colt's gonna cult, man. <laughs> Colt's gonna cult. Um, so yeah, so they ignore him. Then Ed goes into like a tailspin mm-hmm. of looking for Rowan all over the village. He's just kicking doors down mm-hmm. and everybody is generally fucking with him. Oh, they're so they're awful. Super and and the, the one mom, like with the girl in the closet. Yeah. And she, oh, God, right. And, and so, so what's, really, what's really interesting is so many things that we've pointed out and, and including this girl who's like in that, the, the wardrobe and he opens he it opens and he it. sees what looks like a dead body falling out. Out and the girl just collapses on and then face plants on giggles. the floor. And then giggles like, hey, hey, hey. 
the, the so much of this is scene for scene, line for line from the, the original. original. Mm-hmm. But they took out a few things that I'll talk about later that really just sort of I don't know, castrated it. Made it, if you will, like made it the made, old one rated R and the, yeah, the that, new that, one PG thirteen. It, it comes down to, but um, yeah, you know, he he goes through and he's just trying to like figure all of this out, and it's something that he doesn't understand because he can't. Yeah, he's he trying just can't to grasp. He's their way of threatening you know, their everybody beliefs. with arresting and exactly. you have to let me in and do this because I'm a cop. Um, so then he heads back. To the dock to, I guess, I don't know what he was thinking. I guess just find the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, but he discovers that it's sunk. And then he turns around and he sees the pilot's dead body and some logs. Mm-hmm. And not just his dead body, like his eyes are gone. And what's his mouth? His mouth was messed up. They did. They, they like put, sewed they put it? The, they put the um, straw like pieces into his arm. They cut uh-huh. his arm off and all this kind of stuff. Oh, so Gross. they sort of wicker manned him. They baby wickered Mandem. <laughs> but then while he's discovering all this and having his freak out moments that he's discovered a dead body, mm-hmm. some weird people uh, pop out of a bush. Yeah. So, so, so it's all the townspeople who are kind of in on it because literally you realize everybody is in on this. Everybody is on you, it. You start, you start to catch on that everybody has been sort of tricking him or leading him astray. Mm-hmm. And they're all wearing these creepy masks because it's part of the um, festival. And they're watching all of this. They're enjoying all of it, like mm-hmm. you said. Like, it's it's all a game. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the the festival, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, Ed heads back to the tavern again. And uh, <laughs> Sister Beach shows up and says something snarky to him. And he just punches her yeah, in the face. Yeah, then he just starts punching women. Yeah, then he just starts punching everybody. Um, so he steals her... Uh, he steals her... I thought it was a gorilla costume at first, but it's a bear. bear. Mm -hmm. Big bear. Um, So he blends in with everybody headed down to, I guess, the festival site. Mm -hmm. And Sister, or uh, Lady Summer's Isle is leading the way with her creepy black, white face makeup. Like, she's like one side of the moon and the other side of the moon. Yeah, I got a lunar vibe from her. Yeah. Um, So he, he shows up and he's next to Willow and he's like, shh, it's me. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, what are you doing? I told you to stay in the house. And she's I can't miss this. Like, mm-hmm. it's all, they're, they're just stories. Um, so they lead them, uh, Summer, Summer's Isle leads them to the sacrifice. It's Rowan. We see this poor child tied to, a, to the pole. Like a rock or a pole. Um, so he hustles. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck yeah, I finally found the kid. Uh, so he unties her and runs off. Um, and then I was really excited about this. His cell phone rang while he was mm-hmm. on the run. Yep. And I said, no help though. <laughs> yeah. He, he like got a few words out, but he's we like, don't know Pete, if it was Pete, Pete. or anything. Yeah. Um, so then he, he, he sat down Rowan at this point so he could answer his phone. Rowan trucks off. Mm-hmm. You know, she knows where the hell she is going. Stupid kid. <laughs> Sorry. I love cats. Um, <laughs> so he follows Rowan back to the community. Yeah, because fo- she basically runs like a circle. Oh, so mm-hmm. he's he thinks she's leading him away somewhere, somewhere. and it ends up. And then you're like, oh shit! It was Rowan went, runs straight into Willow's arms, mm-hmm. who is standing next to uh, Lady Summer's Isle, 
And Rowan says, did I do good? Did I do it right, Mommy? I wrote, it's a trap. He's a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And they say, oh, you're a willing sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You walked straight into it. Like, you were led here, and you did this willingly. And um, so they needed someone who is connected to them by blood, but is also a stranger. Exactly. So... That's why they did the whole note. Get him there. The whole thing has been a sham, as you guys have probably figured out by this point. Even his uh, police officer friend, who was a female. Did you see her in the crowd? What? No. Yeah. She's one of the people in the crowd. What? Yeah. Fucking bitch. (laughs) I super... I was so distracted by, like, everybody being a bitch. Yeah. No. Like, Like, she's one of the people I don't call people... um, I don't call right. these bitches. We're, we're, these we're, are all bitches. We're feminists, and we were like, like you can remember from Vampire's Kiss, we're like, well, this is like fucked up, and this is an example mm-hmm. of like how men weren't allowed to have their feelings, and this is what happens, kind of thing. Yeah. But this is a fucked this up is, story, this and this is, is one of gone off the rails, right? This is what frustrates me. Like I, I like the original because it's Christianity versus paganism. Um, it's very different. It's, you know, it's like a society of men and women and they just, they just like the fuck man. But like, <laughs> they're, they're all excited. Like, and it's those two forces that come together and it's still wrong, but like, at least, but this is just like, cool, let's just make women be like bitch ass witches that just kill people for no reason. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so anyway, mad at them. There's that. Uh, yeah. So he's, he's at this point, he's, he's drawn his gun and he's, he's saying, Stay back. I'll shoot you. I, I swear I'll shoot you. And then he, he does try to shoot. And then Willow, in a very dramatic and graceful gesture, I think. I know, just, she I know. just did but such a graceful like, thing with why, her hand. How, how did that even happen? At what so point it must have happened. Well, remember, his, his tapes went missing. His tapes so, went missing, and he does put his gun down a lot to go swimming. <laughs> yeah, so she probably did it then. Yeah. She did it at some point. She took all his bullets away. Which... Okay, you and I both know the difference between a gun with a fully loaded clip and with weight. a... The weight is completely different. Yep. How would an experienced cop not notice? I get... I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if he was having all these episodes I, yeah, with the PTSD he was having episodes and he was, and he was feeling it frantic was, and... Not only he was stressed about a child, but it was potentially his child. How, so how fucking light is it? I don't know. I mean, take, take a clip out. Feel it. There, at one point, he does check his gun, and it's fine. I can't remember when now, though. I think it's early on. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody gets to it. The first time before. somebody creeped him out, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, so having no bullets, everybody closes in on him, mm-hmm. and then it, it kind of fades to mm-hmm. uh, them walking again, mm-hmm. and there's a voiceover of him screaming, I don't even... Believe your God. And, like him fighting. Yeah, and you can hear, like, the breaking of limbs. And he's like, ah, oh, my legs! <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I don't... I watched the... the Not the No, but they cut that out. This right. was part of the... The whole torture scene was mm-hmm. cut out to keep it PG-13. Yeah, I had to look that up because I was watching it and I'm wearing my... You're wearing your B-shirt. My B-shirt from T-Fury. Um, T-Public. Has, has some food on it. Um... But it, um, it's tea public. 
It's tea public. It's yes. tea public. We Sorry. love tea for your team. And and it has like he's wearing you know like the sunflower crown, but he's also getting attacked by bees. It's great. And we will put it on our Instagram. But I was you know rewatching this, and I get to the I end. I remember watching this. Woo! My mic Whoa, almost toppled. <laughs> uh, I remember watching this version a while ago, and that scene was in it. Well, that's what I was thinking. So I got to the end, and I was like, dude, 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 done. No. But where's that scene? And I was like, where were the bees? Yeah. Did I miss it? So I, I did the literally same thing. scanned back and I was like, I, it's where just are the bees? voiceover and from that scene. And then I did the research mm-hmm. and that's when we found out. So that, the bee scene that is like one of the crazy, like that's what makes this movie, I don't want to say good, but like, like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, the torture scene is what kind of makes this film, but it was cut out and apparently it's only yeah. on DVDs. So that's probably what we watched Yeah, as. there's three versions. Yes. There's yeah. a nineteen, an, a PG thirteen. There's an R, and there's an unrated. Oh, which I found out. Ooh. Which I need to find out no, where I can get my hands on the unrated, unrated version. Um. So, having not known, if you if you've seen this for the first time, you don't know about this cutout scene. Um. But you, it's like the most famous yeah his memes and his meme reactions the bees not the bees because the they literally put a mask on him and then pour bees onto yeah, his face after they break like, his legs like they're stinging him and they're like in his mouth and his eyes and it's in my horrifying eyes. oh it's, it's 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 awful so yeah obviously they've stirred up the bees first right. and dumped them in there them but as we all remember he's Allergic. Allergic. He's going into anaphylactic shock. Mm-hmm. So in this torture scene that's cut out, you can watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's uh, sis- Summer's Isle. I keep trying to say sister. No, Everybody's not. called fucking sister. No, it's it's uh, a Sister Moss. It's a doctor. Oh, Dr. She, Moss. Dr. Moss stabs him with the EpiPen. Mm-hmm. Then she's like, we'll use your way. Because the adrenaline will keep him alive as they uh-huh. burn him as alive. As they burn him alive. Spoiler. In two seconds. <laughs> so... In the PG-13 version, it just, you hear the voiceover of part of that scene, and then he's being carried in that same kind of burlap sack that he mm-hmm. saw that was bleeding when he first got to the island at the beginning of the movie, and he sees the wicker man, and he immediately is like, no, 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 and they put him in and they hoist him up to the head and as it's being hoisted up you can see that there's goats and chickens and like mm-hmm. farm animals and they're they're all they're all going up good in old as well. traditional sacrifice good old fashioned i mean honestly this isn't greek times where they would cut the throat of an ox and let it bleed down onto you for the sacrifice of jupiter or whatever i mean right. like this is at least no one's getting bled on there is just murdery. <laughs> There's it's just some nice. murder stuff. It's not nearly as bad. Sorry. <laughs> I'm about to get a letter about me hating animals or something. Um, so he, with his legs broken, he hoists himself up and he can see the whole crowd down at the bottom. Rowan herself lights the fire mm-hmm. and... He he kind of he does I don't even know if he screams, he just kind of like no, he resigns does. himself. He he screams he does a scream. lot and he like begs her maybe he begs I just, like, Rowan cross. not to burn maybe it. I just He's like, put it, it down, out. baby, put it down. But she doesn't. She's like, No, I'm she's I'm a cult psychotic, girl. Psychotic like the rest I'm of a cult girl. <laughs> that's my that's I'm our new fragrance. Our new fragrance world. coming from internal 
alternate emotions. It's cult it girl. Smells like fire and honey. Hmm. And bees. That was so Just... wrong. I'm so sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Can't take it back though. It's fine. Um, so I wrote he did. He's super dead. He did. And that's that's the end of Nick for the movie. Um that is the end of Nick. So the movie ends with uh <laughs> six months later, pops up on the screen. James Franco mm-hmm. is in a bar with a guy who I've seen in other movies that I don't mm-hmm. remember his that name. That guy. That guy with the face. Um and I wrote <laughs> James Franco is at a bar with a guy, and I said the honey pot begins again. So Sister Willow, Ooh, and Sister, I like oh, that because it's a honey pot. Get it? Yes, I played the game. Um, so Sister Willow and Honey are uh, the bait, mm-hmm. and they are generally creepy with them as they are with. It's the only way they know how to survive is be creepy at people, um, and then that's that's kind of where the movie ends. Yeah. Their, their plan, you, you see their cyclical plan of going Doing out. the exact same right. thing that like they did with Nick. going out of the community. With Ed. Finding some rando. Having. To have that connection. The right. stranger, but blood. And then, I guess, in 10 to 12 know. years later, they can do the Wicker Man. Well, I feel like they have a running game going. They probably do. They probably, like, every couple of God, years. that's are... more awful when you think that they just have all these men waiting in the wings of all these children. <sighs> you know. Disgusting. It is disgusting. Don't move it! Ah! What? Ah! What is it? 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 Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Oh, no, my eyes! My eyes! Ah! So, as we've been talking, there's the 2006 version with Nick, mm-hmm. and there's also the original in 1973 that had some phenomenal actors, one of which is the amazing Christopher Lee. So, one of the big differences between the original and the remake is Christopher Lee's hair. <laughs> like, it is, a, it's, yeah. It's so much. Like, it is an actor in and of itself. I did not know that he had that kind of hair. That kind of volume. I've only seen him <laughs> as Dracula or mm, later as uh Him as Saruman. Dracula makes my stomach tighten I, a little bit. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and I've only seen him in that or in Lord of the Rings when he has, like, this, you know, very, like, sleek White hairstyle. Assuming it's a wig, unless he grew oh, yeah, it's that would be really impressive. Um, and then as he's older, he has the shorter hair. In a wicker man, it is wild. It is straight seventies. Blowing in the wind, but it's. I guess it is seventies, but it's just wild. It's not like froey. I don't know. Maybe it's, he was trying to grow it out really lock. long. It's just these curly locks, and they go like wild in the wind. It reminds me of um, Sleepy Hollow. And that's played by the other Christopher, Christopher Walken. <laughs> so when the Headless Horseman gets his head back, and now he's the Hessian soldier, you see Christopher Walken's, like, crazy hair. Yeah. It's, like, that level of crazy, yeah. like, blowing in the wind. So first of all, Christopher Lee's hair is amazing. Uh, the second big difference is titties. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The original movie was rated R. Titties, and titties they, everywhere. Like, 
they wanted, I think Nick and them wanted to keep it art, right. but the studio was like, no. Well, one of the big things that I read, um, and I, I got most of my stuff was just from the amazing website that I always use, and it's always super helpful, imdb.com. Hey, um, Yeah, like, it, it's just, it has so much in one. It's a great, you know, like, all-in-one stop shop for what you need to know. Um, so the original in 1973 has become this British cult classic, and I mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. know a lot about British cinema. So if we have any readers, if we have any (laughs) listeners, please, you know, post on our comments and let us know. I think that maybe part of it was, it is, I don't want to, it is gratuitous. It it is connected, I guess, American cinema was extremely prudish. It still is to this day. It's getting better, not as much. And I feel like the European side of everything was very European about it. Right. And And I feel that things are a bit more liberal. Well, but but this is a cult classic. Mm-hmm. People were like, whoa, when this came out. Not I mean, Americans. Technically, Cannibal Holocaust is a cult classic. I know, but is it British? Mm, I don't think so. Right, so I, th- I think this is the British cinema and, and, and the way they film mm-hmm. things. And they're like, oh, we're Shakespearean. And their humor is different. <laughs> so I feel like it might be, it might have been a different take. And I read a few different things where once they filmed the original, they um, they were like, ooh, this actually, like, we don't know if this is going to be good. They didn't want to advertise it. Christopher Lee actually went out on his own, spent his own money to advertise Aww. it, to go on different shows. He's like, no, this is going to be awesome. R.I.P., so, man. I, I love he, him. He's, he's so great. So the biggest thing is in, in Wicker Man, the 1973, it was about procreation, and it was a May Day mm-hmm. festival, and I was watching the original, I was like, oops, we should have done this in May, not March, but too late, we're full steam ahead. Well, they said <laughs> autumn in the movie, but then there's bees everywhere, so we're like, spring? Yeah. It was like, whatever, we, we don't do know. We there's three different fucking seasons in this in, movie. In Florida, like, basically, it's all the same it's two season, seasons all year round, so that's all we get. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, it, you know, I... I really do like the original better because, again, the... Titties. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of titties and there's a lot of procreating. Um, so, so much of it. So many scenes are, like, shot for shot. Like, when he knocks somebody out and takes the costume, that's in the original. It's just mm-hmm. different um, thematic costumes that they have because the ritual is slightly different. Um, when he goes and checks house by house... That is there. When he digs up the grave and it's something other than what it's supposed to be. In the original, it's a hare. And they said that, like, the hares were her favorite creature. And so that makes sense. She's, like, one with the earth kind of thing. So many things are that. But I feel like the original has, like I said before, this um, juxtaposition of this devout Christian. There's a Mm -hmm. scene where the barkeeper's hot-ass daughter is like singing this sex song in the room next to the detective and doing this weird banging and like there's titties everywhere. And it's all about like seduction and giving into that, which is definitely not what Christianity is about. Mm -hmm. So it's very pagan. And right. So it, you know, you see these two opposing forces and at the end, it's still the same result. They still trick him. It's still Mm -hmm. fucked up. But it sort of makes sense like to have this common enemy where it's like religion versus religion. And what I I honestly hate about this film, again, is how it's characterized where it's like, oh, cool, women are in charge. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're bitches. Awesome. It's so, so yeah, that was kind of like, I understand women being in charge is great, but then you can go too far. Yeah. 
And and you know, so they took a they I took a few like things. men have done to women for centuries. Exactly, but it's fine. And then it's like, cool, we get a chance. And it's like, oh, you made us bitches. Yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. Thanks, um, Ellen. Yeah, right. Bernstein. <laughs> um, in the in the original, it's just a random child. It's not supposed to be his child. Mm-hmm. There's no bees in the original. <gasps> There's no bees. I haven't seen it. Okay, the last time I saw the original was when I had when Netflix. Didn't even have a streaming service. It was just Ooh, DVDs. Lord. That was a long time ago. And we were we were like, yeah, let's get three DVDs at a time. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. I was absolutely on it to watch as many of the older movies mm-hmm. as I could get my paws on. And Wicker Man was one of them. So I actually did Wicker Man old and new. So I think they might have blended together in my head. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're very, yeah. there's so many Yeah, I know they used the original um, typeface for the mm-hmm. opening credits in yeah. the 2006 version. Yeah, and there's a lot of things like the uh, Christopher Lee and the director. Um, Didn't they work together? No, they, no. no, it's Robin Hardy was the director of the original and they wanted nothing to do with the remake. That's right. Um, they They didn't like the idea of it at all. And, you know, part of me... What if that's, like, face-off, the new face-off? Ugh. Yeah. So, like, part of me is like, well, I get why... I can kind of get where Robin Hardy is coming from as a director, because this isn't the same movie, and I feel like it is a little lackluster because Mm -hmm. of how... uh, Of the direction they went. But also, I'm like, you didn't even have faith in your own movie, but... Whatever. So I highly oh, yeah. suggest like reading Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder turned mm-hmm. down the part of Willow because she hated the script. Yeah, she hated the script. And um, it was Robert Carlyle and... It was weird that she had this. It was like, the, it was guys. almost the re- original script. Oh, Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. And Robert, Kyle, Robert Carlyle, Carlyle were both were considered. Rumpelstiltskin in Once Upon a Time. I know. I, I was going to name all the things. I was like, you know, he was in Trainspotting and he was in this. I was like, everybody <sighs> will probably know him from Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Um, I forgot so, about Trainspotting. You know, so that it went through a lot of different iterations, but I think at the end of the day, I think this is a film where you need to watch both and decide, but my opinion is I think the original oh, yeah. is a better story. I mean, anything where they don't pare it down to PG-13 mm-hmm. is, I feel like, better i feel that an original movie like if you're gonna fucking make a movie about a cult show the show it all right and don't cut it down to pg-13 it's a movie about a cult right well and the the original and so then by proxy this Mm -hmm. one should have also been based on um a short story called ritual by david penner oh so it's like Found more shit than I did. You you know, <laughs> with rituals, I mean, I, ritual, I want to say ri- okay, word, eight times out of ten are typically not awesome things. When you hear the word <laughs> ritual, your first thought isn't taking the the wine and the communion or whatever right. at a Catholic church. It's, it has it's a usually negative connotation for sure. Some, in your brain or somebody's brain, it's like a pagan ritual involving some sort of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Or witchcraft or something like that. It's, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> you know, like I said, it, it, there there are subtle differences. I encourage you to mm-hmm. watch both. Yes, and I actually will go and rewatch the mm-hmm. original. I didn't want to watch it before because I didn't want to, like, get up in your business because you had watched it. You're allowed to be in my <laughs> business. We're friends. We're friends. We my business watch. is your business. Clearly. Because <laughs> we're all up in each other's all the time. Um, so let's roll into themes. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about 
obviously cults. Yeah. Um, we've talked about PTSD. Uh, that is, that's what stood out so much to me for mm-hmm. this. Because I feel like that's what drove Nick or Edward uh, to do everything in this movie. Mm-hmm. He was, he had this hole that was in his heart and his soul from the accident and he was doing his best to make up for it, but he was a hundred percent not ready to to deal with it. And everyone that I've talked to that has had PTSD, it's 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 not pretty. Right. It's it's very scary for themselves and the and people it's very around them. And it's difficult to deal with or even try to remotely control. I mean, I uh, I fell down a flight of stairs twice, and I uh, still get a little chemical reaction mm-hmm. every time I have to walk down more than three steps. And, and when I say a flight of stairs, folks, I mean like sixteen stairs on an icy day. <laughs> I went it's down. Still scary for us, though. Yeah, and um, it's. I I I want to be able to help people with this. It's just a matter of, and it's not always veterans that have it. It's mm-hmm. it's people who go through traumatic events or see traumatic events that that it it creates a rift and they have to go to therapy. And again, we're coming back to this from the previous episode: is that therapy or another episode is that therapy needs to be available to everybody, mm-hmm. and if not therapy, at least help. The ability to Just discuss. The ability to discuss and, and be heard. Exactly. I and I know that everybody, not everybody can talk about what's going on in their heads because sometimes it's too much. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they've changed it in their own minds so that they can survive and live through. And there was... I was like, <laughs> let me just find... Um, so there are a lot of resources for people who do have PTSD. I'm on mayoclinic.org. If you guys want to go on there and find out any information, I'm sure there's a lot more resources you can find online. And I please encourage you to go and get assistance if you have anything uh, having to do with PTSD or any mental health issues because it's very important for everybody to... First off, normalize therapy and normalize talking about this stuff. And, or I say stuff, I feel like that's rude. But talking about these personal issues, it's just, I don't think it's talked about enough. And I get very mad about it. And I'm actually sweating now because I'm so fired up. (laughs) Well, I think kind of continuing with that, like mental, the, the mental issue of it, mine was the cult mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and part of the, the thing that you see in cults in this film, in the original, but also all of the cults in real life that you have, like you've been able to witness in the news. Um, the thing is, is that human beings always seem to have this sense of a need for belonging to something and the cults are what appear to be able to provide that. And that is what you always seem to hear Mm -hmm. over and over again from survivors who were able to escape is that they did have this sort of loss and this sense of kind of unconnectedness Mm -hmm. and the cult was what allowed them to feel like they were a part of something. Uh, so one of the things that I found, it was um, onlinepsychology.com, 
they kind of talk about some of the things that are common with cults and you know it, it's things that you read it and you're like oh that makes sense you know that they promote this illusion of comfort because mm-hmm. they promote this illusion that everybody is important but typically once you see and again this is coming from hearing survivor stories. Um, I There was a show on Netflix uh, that came out, was about the cult with Waco. And there was a couple of so books rough. about it. There's one that's mm-hmm. from one of the survivors and one from the, um, the officer that tried to help negotiate all of that. Mm-hmm. He was actually kicked off before the FBI raided it. So you read all of these articles. And, when, and we'll post those books because I have those that we can share. You read all these articles and you read these books and everyone who survives and gets out says that they they had this idea that they were going to be accepted into a community and mm-hmm. a lot of times they were mm-hmm. the thing is is that some some of the survivors will get out and they will see that okay this isn't what I signed up for but it still worked for me like mm-hmm. it's not always or, or awful they get, or bad. They didn't necessarily mm-hmm. go through something super terrible like we assume or like in Wicker Man yeah. or Mandy. But it's... Some it's are born into it. Right, exactly. They're born into it. Like, this is what they're used to kind of thing. But it gives us comfort that we're all... Like, we in the cult are all in this together. Mm-hmm. And we're against everyone else. And that is really, even today, what society has become. Mm-hmm. It's very much us versus them. So... It kind of creates that and it it helps just as a religion to satisfy that need of belonging, mm-hmm. to satisfy the need of here's where your answers are. Believing in something right. it higher gives, than yourself. It gives you that push to feel like you have a place and you understand what that place is. Um, and the lower the self-esteem or the lower the social, I guess you call it like the social. Or if the person's print of the person to and not meaning this in the way it sounds but broken and broken in a way of like their their mind has mm-hmm. has cracked a tad right and, and when i just, say cracked i mean like you it's an egg it's a little bit had cracked. To go through so there's much. a little bit of space in there for mm-hmm. something to creep in mm-hmm. that can like a cult like a cult mentality can creep in and make you start to because I, I, like i've you know me, I'm all about that true crime. Mm-hmm. And everybody who gets out of the cult always says, I doubted I had it, like, or they had a, an experience prior to where they were just kind of doubting or they were they were broken in some way to themselves. And they, the the cult filled that hole, right. that filled that need. And it's... It's it's the same thing as when yeah. like you're 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 down in the dumps and again like we're not trying to downplay it but Mm-mm. like when you're down and you find someone who fills that void and yeah. they may not be the best person but they're there and it seems and to it, work it and you don't out. see the flaws mm-hmm. potentially until it's you too don't see in the wicker man until it's on fire until it's right in front of you exactly <laughs> and you know a lot of times and you know statistically you you can see a lot of research that shows this that it is women. Who are often more likely mm-hmm. to be into cults? Um, typically, they are more the subservient ones in comparison to mm-hmm. Wicker Man, where they are the powerful the- beings in the cult. And so it's it's again when you think of these roles, it's the people who feel that like they have this need, they have this loss, they have this sense of no one listens to me, no one believes mm-hmm. me. I can have a place of power here. Mm-hmm. And, and like control, 
one thing. Exactly. This this is what they can, you know, take charge of. Mm-hmm. And that's the danger of cults. And so we see, again, this story is crazy. Nick's character kind of flies off the rails. Mm-hmm. But also, you can kind of understand because he is trying to find a child. And it's always more sensitive when it's a child. And then it's his child. But at the end of the day, these people murdered someone for the sake of their harvest. goddess and their harvest. And thoroughly enjoyed it. Much like they were Mandy. celebrating it. Much yes. like Mandy. That's two cool you know, movies. I know. We, we gotta find like a, a comedy to do after this or something. Yeah. So we should end on a high note uh, okay. after this very heavy episode. Um, so, couple Mandy. fun facts. Fun about, facts. Fun facts about Nick a very Nick Nugs about a very. Not funny movie <laughs> or nuggy movie. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so you see this in many uh, interviews with Nick is that Johnny Ramone is the one who introduced him to the original 1973 version of Wicker Man. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, they, they did dedicate the mm-hmm. new one, the 2006 version to him. So the first thing you see after the movie ends is it says for Johnny Ramone. Yes. And Which is super cool. I thought that was nice. I think I visited his grave. I have pictures, I think. I can go find them. Ooh. I definitely visited a Ramone's grave. <laughs> I have to go find out which one. Um, so the other thing I found out, because I was trying to find something off the beaten path, because I got that one off IMDb, but uh, I found something on YouTube. It was a like clip of a documentary about uh the original movie was filmed in Galloway, Scotland. It mm-hmm. was um not a tiny island. Nope. <laughs> it was Scotland. Um so where so they they actually made a nice little tourism trade for that. They have uh they have the, the locals light a giant wicker man on mm-hmm. fire. There's and a music they, fest. Yeah, they like how fun is that? I know, but it's done now. Like I think it ended in like two thousand fourteen so or something. Yeah, the video I saw looked very like nineties ish. Yeah. So, so wait, does that anyway. did you see that too? I didn't see it, but like I read something about how they had the, a the festival. original was just sort of this catalyst for uh-huh. the area. Yeah, that's nice, because I feel like nobody, because they were talking about, it's like that, the Hebrides, which are like, when do you hear about anybody going to the Hebrides? Never. Never. Everybody goes to like Inverness and, you know, mm-hmm. Ed- Edinburgh. So like, when do you go to the Hebrides, when do you go to the Hebrides, when do you go to Galloway? Right. Right. Never. That's true. All right. What are your facts? Uh, well, there was one that I, I feel like might have been obvious if you kind of know anything about bees and again the bees were in the nick version from 2006 not the original 1973 but if you really think about it you know you have all these bees um again you can watch the the torture scene on youtube that sounds really terrible when you say it like that but it is what it is yeah you can see the bees scene if you type um, in wicker man the first thing that pops up is torture scene after that is that um and so you know when you think about the society that's led by women and the men are used really only to procreate or satisfy and again my hypothesis is their tongues are cut out which is why they never talk and kind of mumble um this is very much like a bee 
five. You have the queen, so mm-hmm. that would be Lady Summer's Isle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. you have all of the other, you know, different areas. So you have the worker bees. Worker bees mm-hmm. are females. So they're the ones, like, getting shit done and doing this and doing that. And then you have the drones, which are males. And the drones um, don't are the, are the ones that don't have the stinger. Which, again, was why I felt that <laughs> they didn't, they have, didn't tongues. have tongues. So, you know, it's like I do get what they were trying to do in this film. When you look on, like, IMDb or Rotten Tomato, it's a lot of terrible reviews. I think I got 20 yeah, it's really low, and people are like, "This is the worst movie I've ever seen." I'm like, clearly, you haven't seen Carousel, Carousel, or like Santa Jaws, or oh Mecca Shark versus. You're Mecha just going Octopus. through all of the bad movies we watched in one night. <laughs> but there, I just feel like there are so many other movies that are worse than this. This isn't Clown Sharknado. What did oh, we watch? God, that one was. Like, yeah, I think Cloud in NATO. A, in a stream of bad movies, yeah. we we continue to one-up just the last going. one. Yeah. Um, last... <laughs> and so I definitely feel Clown like I've, I've watched which movies that I expected to be terrible, and then I've watched other movies, and I was like, this was trash. Oh, my God, what was it? Jupiter Ascending. Let me talk about some real ones that people were, like, <laughs> that had real actors. Jupiter Ascending was terrible. Um, The Disney one, right... It was a guy and John Carter. No, yeah, John is John Carter the the name of the, I think the guy from movie. Terminator. What's his name? That's John Connor. Okay, yeah, I think it was John Carter. Um, like there, <laughs> there, there's super Jonas Hex. Like there were some real. There you go. I'm trying to think of like real bad movies with real people. I feel like those kind of movies were way worse. I'm trying to think of a recent one I hate a lot. I'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out. But I, right. So I just feel like, yes, there are bad movies. It's not the worst. The other interesting thing that I did note, and then I did kind of confirm it on IMDb, is that Nick's character is named Edward, and his co-star's name, which is, I have to look at it, it's Willow, who is played by, I'm just flipping through my notes. Willow Woodward. Um, is, Kate, is played by Kate Bean. Um, so her last name is Woodward. And that is actually the name of the original detective from 1973 who comes to find that. So he is Edward Woodward. I feel so like they, they, they did a little I think, homage. I feel to like him. they used a lot of the old movie. And they the do new one. so much. You I don't just, like if you yeah. watch them back to back, you'll see it. It's it's yeah. so many of the same scenes. I, I mean, I'd say like seventy percent of the same scenes, mm-hmm. and probably eighty five to ninety percent of the same dialogue. It's they really just took out the and one the, narrator hated the script. I know they took out the <laughs> well, and you know maybe she hated the original, but it was I feel yeah. like really the thing that they changed the most was the Christianity versus mm-hmm. this procreative relationship. They just went straight they, pagan on it. Yeah, um, and it was just like meh. So now that we've discussed bad movies. Mm-hmm. What are our ratings? Mm. <laughs> so real quick before we do the ratings, mm. a lot of people uh, said that Nick's performance was funny. I actually didn't find it funny. I didn't. I mean, there are some parts where like the mom he defends is like, role. He did. Do, do, do you have the right to be in here? Yeah. And he's like, you have the right to be like the fuck outside or something. Yeah. He gets. So he gets <laughs> he's sassy real, a little bit. He gets sassy, but I didn't. Ah ha ha! Like I did that vampire's kiss. Right. Boo hoo. 
Boo-hoo. Um, <laughs> 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 well, that crazy laugh he does. Um, but he... So a lot of people were really down on him for his performance in this movie. And he's like, I'm fine with what I did. He's, yeah, he was he, very he, like, proud of it. He's very proud of what he did. And I think he did... I did, think he did an okay job. Yeah. I love you, Nick. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Also, congrats on your marriage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we're for yeah. His sixth marriage. It's fine. With Tariko. It's fine. It's fine. However many numbers it takes you to find love. I'm not I'm not knocking it. <laughs> Get married six times. Yeah. Have a have a have a what is that? Pyramid temple in New Orleans. Oh, which I realized, quick correction. I said Saint Louis number three and I think I think I said number three, but it's St. Louis number one cemetery. Mm-hmm. My bad. It's okay. We'll forgive you this time. Idiot Aaron. Um, okay, so I'll do my reading. Okay, you go first. Go uh, I'm going to give this two and a half cinematic cages. Mm. I feel like one's too little and two's too little. I think a half because... Mm. I mean, I really it's like... I liked cage. people's costumes. The costumes mm. are good. Okay, but that's not Nick. I'm, I'm <laughs> fine. <laughs> two, uh, two. No, that's okay. I'm not trying to change it. Okay, so it's it's not crazy. So I guess it's, we have to go with cinematic. I'm, yeah, I mean it's. I yeah. Mm, <laughs> I would say one and a half to two two. You have cinematic to make, cages. You can go. Give me a solid answer. One and a half cinematic cages. Alright, so I'm a full... Out of five? Oh, now I feel bad. We love you, Nick. Okay, I think two. Because it's not awful, like I think so many people it's say. It's not awful, it's just... It's just I, meh. It's, it's... If they had left it the original R version, it probably would have been a solid three. Or a two and a... Solid two and a half. Maybe three. Yeah. But his... Okay, maybe what people... I feel like his acting isn't maybe, bad. No, it's, it's I think... It's just what, the movie itself is meh. It's just kind of like... It's, it, it just is. It Things are just there, and then they're not there. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, he gets a bike, and we have no explanation. And then it's like, blah, blah, and now to the next scene. And it's... it's Yeah. Yep. Fuck. They can't all be winners. They can't all be winners. And sometimes we just have to call it. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. True. True, true. All right, Cauldron Knights, you have survived... Being burned by the Waker Man. Another episode. <laughs> uh, so make sure you like, review, subscribe, follow, share, all that good stuff on social media. We are Internal Cauldron on Instagram, and that is also our Gmail. So it's internalcauldron at gmail.com. Please review us where you can. I think the only place you can do that is actually iTunes, but please, we love hearing your feedback. So email us if you have anything to say at all about anything that we've said. Um, make sure to follow us on Facebook as well, Internal Cauldron of Emotion. And I think that's where we are on everything. We're not on Twitter because I, I can't handle it's too much three different right now. Social media. Once we get some sponsors and this is our full time <laughs> job and we do our Nick podcast and maybe a dinosaur podcast. Oh my god. I know. <gasps> so exciting. Rare. <laughs> um so thanks for tuning in. We're very excited for our next episode Super in two excited. weeks. Excited. Um this is what we feel is Nick's best film ever. Like it, it is <laughs> unbelievable 
Everything about it is just unbelievable. And we are so excited about it. We're actually keeping it a secret. We normally tell you what we're going to watch next and to give you a hint. There are zero hints. The only thing is, is that we're telling you that this is um, Nick's best film, hands down. The end. So, I can't even speak. I'm so excited. It's, it's so exciting. So again, <laughs> please um, give us feedback. Let us know um, anything you think we can improve on in our you know email or you know comment. suggestions movie yeah. suggestions movie suggestions what do you want to hear we have a a subscriber who had a request which we're working in mm-hmm. around summertime if you're interested on being on the show because you love one of his films hit us up send or us all an email of films. or all of them <laughs> yeah exactly like let us know please you know comment on our photos on instagram send us an email and we will see you in, nope, you will hear us. Yeah, you <laughs> so can't weird. see us. You can't see us. Not yet. Yeah, but <laughs> once we get famous. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to get super famous. Yeah, so famous. We're talking can't about wait. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so you will be hearing from us in two weeks. And be prepared. Nick's greatest film ever. And remember, in, in Nick, Nick We Trust. trust.